You are listening to Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where we believe wrestling is a buffet and there's something there for everyone. Make sure you're following us on all social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, under Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. Make sure you check out our website, twoheelsandaface.com. <laughs> era, era, Two Heels and a Face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. It's been a bit, it's been a bit since I've seen Chris. Chris, how are you, man? It's been a bit since I haven't seen you, dude. I know. I haven't seen each other in a while, and uh, apparently the rumors are now that uh, you're running this podcast solo. This is a solo podcast. You're now uh, this first <laughs> I am special now guest. considered a guest. <laughs> you're now considered a guest, yes. No, the last episode we did with Nick Hausman. Nick Hausman has been on Potting with Ego, of course, and local to the area. Although, if you listen to the episode, he is not necessarily a local reporter. He is beyond that. He's nationwide. He's up there with the likes of Meltzer, etc. Not necessarily... Whoa, I maybe shouldn't say that because some people hate Meltzer. But he he breaks as much news, has as much newsworthy stories, I think you could say, as, uh, you know, your Sean Ross Sapp, et cetera, et cetera. I might have said another name that triggered some people. I'm not saying Nick Houseman is, is any of those people. He's his own entity, and he launched his new website, House of Wrestling. So I talked to him last week. Uh, Nick or Chris, did you happen to catch that episode? I sure did. Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, he has a different take on things, you know, he has an opinion. And, and I think mm-hmm. if, if you're going to be <laughs> in that line of work, right, um, and, and a reporter, like you have to have an opinion and you have to be OK with sharing that opinion, even though not everybody's going to agree sometimes. Um, or or but, like that you broke news or, or like, right. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a t- it's a super tough job. I would never want to do it. We're not journalists. We've never been on that. Like people will sometimes say, like, "Oh, are you going to talk about this?" No, like we're not journalists. We talk. We're editorial. We talk about what we want to talk about. You know, <laughs> that's not our job. Is not to break news. But we wanted to support Nick for reasons like him, it, him knowing local talent and being local. Although, like I said, his reach is beyond that. But uh, support entrepreneurship, right? And like a like a wrestling pal. Entrepre- entrepreneurial spirit and like that's kind of the that was kind of the reason for that episode so um yeah and, and under that same light right um you, you talked about you know we we cover kind of like what we want to cover and we've been focusing on the chicago wrestling scene mm-hmm. uh, for quite some years now dude it's been what six seven years uh 2017 was the inaugural okay is that true I think that's where we started going to like. 100%. I think that's where we're in line with each other in in the AAW, right? And that's where we kind of met at the Berwyn Eagles Club, dude. And that's Berwyn that's Eagles where we're Club. heading back to now. You know, uh, well, we actually are going to be talking with Trent, who is in the green room, and I'm going to bring him in. And a lot of you know Trent, you know, as the guy at AAW who does Trent things and yes. master of a lot of things. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, we're here to talk. AAW and and what's what's happening? They had to kind of overcome a tough weekend, yes. um, and just looking into the future and and you know the good things to come. And one of those is that they're going back to the Berwyn Eagles Club. And selfishly, it's a venue that I I like AAW to be in, right? Same. Whatever, whoever has different opinions, that's fine. But I really enjoyed my time there when I would go, um, and that's kind of like where 
where, where we kind of started this journey of two heels in a face. Yeah, we're coming full circle in this moment, but yeah, let's bring in Trent, recurring guest on for the, we'll say, 127th time on this podcast. <laughs> Not accurate. But... 124. <laughs> 124. I, I told you guys, as long as I have more appearances than Steve, I'm fine. That's that's all I care about. That's in the content. <laughs> what I think we're building, this is what we're going to build to, Trent, where I'm going to yeah. go, I'm going to get a tally. I know I tallied it once, so I can go back to that tally. And okay. then it should be easy to count from there because what's difficult about that, the tally count, let me tell you, is those Warrior Wrestling fan show episodes. Yeah, see. Somewhere in those episodes, there might have been a Trent stopped at the table, mm-hmm. might have been a Steve stopped at the table. That counts as an appearance. It's hard to sift through all that. So I know that it's somewhere in the middle of these five, six years, I had a count. I could find maybe that middle count and then count from there. And then we can build to a Steve versus Trent face-off, I think. I'm sur- I'm shocked you haven't booked that yet. The, the <laughs> we shocked. were thinking about it. We I, I, I have a text. I have a text out to Chris. I say, should we do should we do half uh Trent, half Steve this episode? And then when we kind of saw like, <laughs> you know, a which we get into like AEW's post about here's how you can help and things like that. Obviously, like the the cash flow situation of running an indie company is tough. If you miss a, a show, just gets pulled out from under you. So Chris and I are like, let's just have Trent on. Let's dedicate this show, this episode to AEW. So we're glad you're here. Fair enough. But in true wrestling fashion, you should have booked us both and not told the other. <laughs> and then that's how you did it. Right? Just boom. You just bring us both in. That would have been the fun part. Like that simultaneous clicking from the green room. We both come in. What are you doing? What are you doing here? Virtual punch, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> so it would've been awesome. Yeah. You'll have time. You could. You'll have time to think of a promo, and yeah. uh, and we'll we'll release that before we do. We'll have a little shit talking back and forth. All right, deal. <laughs> I I had a debate. Yeah. I had a debate with uh, a couple episodes ago with with Mikey from BLP. Mm-hmm. Um, great guy, and we debated Sting versus Luger. I saw who- you did that. I saw you did that, and. Uh, yeah, what was the outcome? Remind me, because I did see it. I think I commented like, "Get the fuck out of here!" You know, like, <laughs> somebody. I mean, I love them both. I love them both. I there's no like, I don't hate one or the over the other. I love absolutely love Lex Luger. I think a lot more people have come to love Lex Luger when they're like all that that media garbage of like people like Meltzer dogging him for years, but everybody's like actually watching these matches. Like, uh, he was actually really good, fun to watch. <laughs> so, what are you talking yeah. about? So, but go ahead. Yeah, I digress. No, 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 no. Where would you fall? So, I think maybe we do something like that with you and Steve or something like that. Have yeah, yeah, that's fine. Or, yeah, that would be, I would make it uh, eventful. Um, a little head to head. But where would you fall on the Lex thing? I know you're wearing a WCW shirt. So I am. I'm wearing a WCW made by Camera Guy gimmick. It's the Halloween Havoc shirt. We're one of the big boys play shirt. But uh, so I, I was a big sting mark. I grew my hair out because of this thing. I bought a trench coat. Okay. I wrapped all my baseball bats and electrical tape. I'm talking oh. when I met. I told the Sting story right on the show. When I, I met, don't Sting? think so. I know we've heard a Bret Hart story. I don't know. Oh, okay. Right. Let me tell the Sting the Sting story because it's my most embarrassing story. But I, I share it because I'm. It's it's fun to laugh at now. Mm-hmm. Uh, big Sting fan, like since I was a kid, like little it. kid. I had the WWE trading cards, you know, back in the day. Everything. I got to meet Sting at the Bound for Glory 2008 Fan Fest at O'Hare uh, Hyatt Regency. Now I'm in line, and it's like, I'm 28. My childhood hero is like right here, yeah. and I'm about to meet. I'm a grown man, though. 28's a grown-ass man. And I, 
I go up to him. I go, hey, Sting. And he's like, how you doing, man? And he starts signing my poster. And he he gives it back to me. And I all I could think of to say in this moment, oh, no. I waited. I waited. This is 2008. <laughs> I waited almost like 20 years for this moment. 20 years for this moment to happen. And the only thing I could think of as I shook his hand to say was, I've been a little stinger for 20 years, man. <laughs> <laughs> and all he does is like, that's great, man. <laughs> and I walk away like, stupid, stupid, stupid. What did I do? I was, and I haven't met him since. And I need to meet him again to like tell him the story now. And then as a grown ass man, not get nervous when I meet Sting. So we need to do it's like a web redemption, like a Tosh.0 web redemption. I need to, man. We need a redemption arc. I'll tell you what, I have a bomb, I have a bomb for glory 2008 um poster signed by everybody except I'm missing one signature is uh Christian Cage because I'm missing him on there. And there's every legend assigned this thing, but except Christian. So I need to meet him at some point. I I refuse to frame it until I get I get I meet him. No, that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Chris, you were saying something. Yeah, were you gonna yeah, say Chris? No, I was going to say, like, uh, you have to also have witnessed those moments oh, at yeah, AEW, man. like, with, with other fans meeting. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I mean, I, like, you look at it, it's hilarious to see people get nervous because I'm like, oh, whatever. And I'm, I work with them now, right? But, like, but I know what it's like, right? You know what it's like to meet somebody who you're, you're nervous to meet, but it's funny to see that. I still, I mean, there's still some people that you can still kind of get, like, oh, shit, you know, it's so and so pretty cool but then the and they're, you know the, but they're the regular people they're cool and they, when you meet them they're awesome so yeah uh, but it's trippy when you you meet people that you grew up watching you're like what the fuck? Like i i'm mm-hmm. like i produced eric young one time in a, in a segment and i was like dude i watched this guy's career from day one day one i had his t-shirts i had every like, big eric young fan and i'm like i told him after we finished the, the cut and i was like I was like, dude, I can't believe I'm like, I'm like, this is full circle for me right now. Like, I literally watched your debut on TV and I just produced you in a in a reaction promo. I'm like, this is so crazy. So it was just that stuff's still awesome, you know. Like, I produced Ron Simmons in a promo, a damn promo, which was awesome. <laughs> you know, like, what the hell? You know, like I'm telling him, he's like, What do you want me to do? I'm like, what do I want you to do? What the hell do you want to do? You know, like you told me. But he was great. It was it was like, you know, just tell me where you want me to be and what you need me to say, where to come. And I'm like, I'm telling Ron Simmons to do this. A WCW former heavyweight champion. Yeah, right? yeah. Just stuff like that's awesome, man. So I, I tell everybody, like, seriously, they're all they're great people when you meet them. I mean, some have been assholes, obviously. Everybody's gonna meet an asshole wrestler, right. but uh, but you know, but definitely uh, get your moment. Have that have the nervous moment. It gives you a good story to tell on two heels in the face. Yeah, <laughs> a little stinger. That's so good. <laughs> Yeah, wrestling's wrestling's so weird in that sense. I tell people all the time, it's like, yeah, I try to explain like any wrestling, and I, I might have said this before on the podcast, but I'm like, do you know like the baseball farm system? This yeah. is kind of like single A, double A baseball. That's like what people it is. wrestle here, and then you see them on like Monday Night Raw. Like, there's a bunch of people on Raw now that I've seen live, and I think people are just like. That gives them a that that like I think builds the credibility a little bit that like yeah. someone that. The someone who could be on cable television can has also graced these halls and like oh really like so i think that that helped that's a good analogy i think single a double a baseball yeah and even like even smaller companies like if you watch like i the one i think about right now is uh because he's gigantic and he's gonna be the biggest star in the world in a year is uh la knight eli drake right yeah i mean that guy is absolutely 
if you need the next rock, like this is if you're looking for somebody who can go with that with that confidence. But the guy's amazing. So I remember I was a big fan of his in TNA. Like I was day one fan. And uh, I remember I met him. I used to like retweet him and things like that. Right. And I met him in Nashville after like homecoming 2019 in Nashville. And he knew I was. He's like, aren't you Trent? Very right. He's like, thanks for all the. He's like, thanks for all the support all the time. Like he just like thanked me. Like, I didn't. Formally, I never vanilla joke. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, thanked me, right? And I was like, what a trip. But like, it was awesome, and we started talking, and, and just like, you never. And look at him now, man. Like the guy. Like, I saw a thing today on Twitter. It was like him a year ago debut on Raw versus to like last like two days ago, and like the crowd mm. response and like his confidence. You never know who's going to be it. If you like somebody, just support them. Go all in, man. Go all in with these guys because it's fun. A company, a talent, crew member, whatever. Like like Perch. You know, look at Perch as a big fan base, right? Like just, <laughs> he's going to be on. T- there's no. It's inevitable that Perch is going to be the biggest referee in the world at some point. And we can I all say so. that we were there. He's too good. Come on, <laughs> you know. So it doesn't matter who it is, man. Uh, photographer, commentator, whatever. You know, like I tell people, go all in. Support you want to support you never know who's gonna who's gonna rise up and then they'll they, those little moments just mean the world to people man come the, yeah. the promotion everything no I, I i agree i think that's why we we don't really limit ourselves right oh no we can only have certain this wrestler on no like we talk to a lot of different people yeah we talk you know uh they, like i feel like we're talking to probably the future owner of aw trends no, i can see it's gonna, I be, see it's gonna be mike hartenbauer i'm telling you right now Mike Hardenbauer. Mike Hardenbauer is going to be the he's 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 in the will he's in the will. I tell him <laughs> wow. I, I keep telling him he's like he does he's he's finally can, finally believes me now that he's in the will. Mike Hardenbauer is going to be the owner of AW once everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Uh, Next time you meet him, I want you to say just say it to him. Just tell him immediately. Like, I heard you're you're the heir to the throne, <laughs> the, the AW throne. He's like what. That's is getting around. He's gonna be like so shocked that it's getting around. I need you to anybody listening to this. If you meet Mike Hardenbauer, just come up to him and congratulate him on officially being the heir to the AW throne. Trust me, the reaction you get is worth every moment of it. Okay. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I believe it. <laughs> speaking, uh, talking about the future now. Speaking about the present. Yeah. Uh, sorry, or uh, Chris and I express our apologies. Sorry that happened. Uh, I mean, screw that guy, person, whoever that was for not having a license, right? Uh, oh my can, you God. Just, can you just talk about everything that's going to be going on? Yeah, so uh, there's a full, full update. I just posted it on the Instagram today, but it was on Twitter for a bit. And if you're on the mailing list, you got a personalized one a couple of days ago. Okay. Um, basically, what happened was the owner of Logan Square Auditorium, who um, he rented that out. He bumped us and Freelance out. Uh, originally for three shows, three months worth of shows, he bumped us out because he has Star Wars Burlesque, which is a huge, it's a huge, it's a huge show. Yeah, actually got invited to see it. It's a great show if you're a Star Wars fan. It's actually fantastic. Okay. Um, also, you wouldn't recognize the building if you walked in there. You'd be like, it doesn't look like the building we've all watched wrestling in <laughs> at all, at all. I blew my mind what that room looks like now. But um, he rented it out, so he said, okay, I own another venue called Irving Hall. It's like Irving Park in Austin. You know, it's an old banquet hall, old bank turned banquet hall. He owns it too. He's like, I'm gonna move you guys all there. Okay, not ideal, but not terribly far from Logan, right? We can make it. Yeah, uh, very easy to access. Better parking situation, nicer neighborhood. We'll work it out. Okay. Uh, 
we ran there. We were, did one show in um, in May, uh, Uno Mas, which we're going to watch tonight. Um, a couple matches from that tonight. Right. And uh, we had the June show scheduled. The day of Uno Mas, he told us your insurance needs to be changed. We had it. We have a policy. Every company has a policy when you run. Day of the show is like your insurance needs to be altered. We're like, dude, it's it's zero hour. We we're about to run the load in our stuff. Jeez, yeah. So long story short, we we accommodated that. We we called a broker. We got it altered. We were. It was kind of weird that he's like, he's very adamant on this policy being changed and upgraded to something else. Fine, we did that. We got in. We did our part. We got, we altered our our insurance. Ran the show. Uno Mas was a big success. Um, we're looking forward to this last one that just uh, it's just that's a June now. And freelance ran the Friday. We were booked Saturday. Right. We were told at 11 p.m. that the city came in with two matches left at freelance due to a noise complaint, uh, demanded to see the PPA, which is the performance uh, license for the city, and he could not produce it. He had, did not have a PPA for that building. So whether he thought he was going to run to the radar by moving us over for three months, someone's going to make an issue, whatever he thought, we never knew. Freelance was able to finish their show because they only had two matches left. I talked to Matt Nix on Saturday. I was I saw him at um at Dreamwave. Okay. And we we talked and he mentioned that they came in with two matches left. He asked the cops and then the inspectors like, hey, can we just finish up? There's there's a couple hundred people here. Like, can we just we have two matches left? They let them finish. Thankfully, that's good for them. They got to finish. Um, but then they 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 walked outside and slapped the business closed notice on the door it's still on there right now <laughs> so holy crap so we're canceled so 11 30 midnight our entire crew like i want people to know it's like we we got on the phones emails texts whatever we did like we could do everybody i mean we're texting every venue theater emailing whatever we could can you get us in tomorrow i mean it's short notice to hell mm -hmm. like there's yeah there's i mean it's a, such a slim chance but we're trying we're trying we're trying Obviously, nothing can come through in that time. We were forced to cancel. We had to make a decision by a certain time the next day because, you know, certain talents are getting in cars, getting on flights. You had to let people know so they didn't waste their day. But so we did it. We made this decision. We still pay everybody. That's the thing. You know, that's one thing people don't realize is the promotion. We reserve these guys' time. So we have to pay everybody. Everybody who's booked was paid, including producers, every crew. I mean, everybody was paid. Wow. So... But the promotion's a negative because of that like that hurts yeah. our book because we don't have a, a door right mm -hmm. so it hurts the company a lot big setback um so it was very tough uh at the at the mercy of a of a negligent owner that's very tough to deal with so luckily uh berwin came through we were able to flex three shows over to berwin so we'll be that's in berwin awesome. we're, yeah we're in talks with like like a dozen other venues right now to map out the rest of the year and shows in between and 2024 so back getting back on track please come see us at berwin for um never say die on the 15th of july because that's we're gonna need to pack it up <laughs> as much as we can i mean thinking put a close circuit feed in the parking lot like you know like five bucks watch it in the parking lot <laughs> like something whatever you want to do man just come to this show like we need to we need to kind of bounce back strong we need to show everybody like this can't the show title is a testament to it all never say die so it's uh it all says it all right there so it's good it was a it's been a tough couple of weeks guys it's been a tough couple of weeks yeah did you and not oh, only sorry, sorry not only the you know the, the loss of not being able to run to logan square and then what happened at the irving 
park hall. But then also, I, I you know, in that um, communication that you guys sent out, yeah, there's no longer 115 Bourbon Street. That's the other right. thing. So Bourbon, Stop. which is my favorite venue, uh, one of our homes, like put us on the map in a lot of ways. And it was mm-hmm. Bourbon. Uh, Bourbon Street's insurance canceled all combat sports and um, combat activity. So like no wrestling, no MMA, no more boxing and no mechanical bulls. So if you were going to celebrate your, your 21st God damn at, at Bourbon Street, the mechanical bull situation is gone. That's it. So they, their insurance wanted nothing to do with anything that had risk. You know, oh, just wow. accept the bar and drinking and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, fights yeah. now. Let no, the fights yeah. happen naturally. So, <laughs> Did, yeah, man. It sucks. Is it, is it, or were you, sh- um, I don't know the guy uh, who, I didn't know it was the same guy as Logan. I didn't know yeah. that. Um, and I don't know who this, who this person is. But was was it shocking to you? Did this guy, did this guy give you any indication before to to, to any kind of like uh, sketchy business practices, or was this like? Uh, I'm assuming you guys were shocked, right? Or did you oh, see yeah. it coming from this person? No, I mean we've been there for eight years doing business. Yeah, uh, I mean he's hard nosed, you know, business or building owner. We've like we've dealt with that. They have they have their requirements things they don't want you to do and then get upset you know and whatever we, we've no, no more jumping off the balcony or yeah the balcony for <laughs> the example chairs, the yeah chairs. the chairs we were all there yeah. for that you know things like that <laughs> uh but other than that like he owns one of the biggest venues in the city you know like one of those one of those active venues in the city yeah we mm-hmm. we were i mean we're i mean that's where you can assume because you're trusting the owner that okay you have it for logan if you're moving us to your other venue that you own and operate as well, you're going to have it there. My assumption is now that Irving, Irving Hall is purely a banquet hall, non-performance, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and he never, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll kind of hide us under the radar a little bit for a couple of months till Logan is back open. Why pay for a license for art for Irving? Um, that's what I that's what it I, I assume is what maybe he thought, yeah. but. You know, there's more traffic. I mean, all of a sudden, you got us in freelance, right? There's more a little more traffic in the area. The neighbors notice. There's a little gangway where the boys probably hanging out, making some noise. You know, cigarette smoke, whatever smoke. You know, kind of maybe going into the neighbors, like, what's going on? Like, this venue is never that busy. What is all? What is all this extra traffic? Right. I'm. You know, the neighbor called it in. City probably looked up the building, like Irving Hall. Oh, what's going on here? What is this? What is this? Right. No. Oh, it's a show, no performance license. And then because they walked in, like, what's going on here? That's what Nick was saying, telling me, like, what mm-hmm. the hell's going on here? So it's a mess, man. I mean, you 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 trust a venue to have their licenses in order. I mean, like bourbon was fan- fantastic, never a problem. Cops knew what was going on. They always knew cops in in um Marionette Park knew when events were booked at Bourbon so they can adequately staff police, you know around the yeah. venue and on the way that's just, I mean, that's yeah. how you operate. You let your aldermen's know, like you update your, you update things properly. You let the city know that this, we have a, a venue. There's going to be an influx of 500 people in this neighborhood. Be, have a heads up. That's how you do it. But this guy didn't do it. That sucks. So suck. Berwin back to home, man, you know, for now. Yeah, that's yeah. the, uh, and yes, uh, support, support, support. If you're listening to this, that's this, I guess, the silver lining. Like I said, like we never would want this to happen. Selfishly, yeah. the silver lining Chris mentioned earlier is like 
your we got a couple home, shows at home can receive you in and you can have some awesome shows there yeah um goddamn star wars burlesque i'm looking at some of the images of star wars burlesque and i've never felt this way about a stormtrooper before and i should probably <laughs> i should probably x out the window because it's like, dude i'll tell you what man what it's uh it's all it, it is good it's a very well done show like the if you're a star wars fan the props and the scenery is just like unreal Un unbelievable visuals on this thing yeah so uh, but yeah, check it out if you, if you get a chance. I mean, watch the show, watch, yeah. support them. You know, um, are you are you guys kind of done with Logan? Then I mean, I'm assuming you guys are. Pissed, we don't know. But... I mean, I mean, how do you trust them again, right? I mean, I'm not. Yeah. It's not ultimately not my decision. Me personally, from where I sit, how do you trust that? How do you work with somebody like that again? Yeah, unless there's mm -hmm. a big like, hey, I'm sorry, here's the building for free or whatever. You know, like I don't know. It's gonna take a lot of good faith. I personally would feel like that's that that's your sign to move on. You know, yeah. build a build a new relationship, but ultimately, it's that's a Danny Danny Daniels decision. This is your your time to bring wrestling back to Midlothian. Man, since the LWF <laughs> has it not happened, but but Billy Wack, the guy who did the LWF in Midlothian, he's uh he's promoting again. He's got a crazy show at the Concord Music Hall, the, the Super Wrestlers. It's like a very uh, character mm. driven show. So I see. Convince him, man. Convince Billy Wack to, to run Midlow, the Midlow Dome. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, uh, yes, Trent mentioned, and I don't know if we mentioned in the intro, but this is, we are going to watch some episodes. This is kind of a watch along episode. We're going to watch a couple episodes from Uno Mas, one that we picked, one that Trent picked, um, to get you in the AEW spirit, to get you excited for current stuff that's happening within the promotion, storylines, characters, et cetera. We're going to watch a Robert Anthony match. Because he's very relevant to uh, AEW right now, and mm -hmm. really switching promotions. One of like since, like I said, we've been doing this since 2017. I can't really think of any wrestler that has been at the top of one and then switched to another, like almost clean cold turkey. Where yeah. he's like, I'm not, I, you know, I'm kind of done with one, and not for the time being, not in a bad way. Um, done with one and I want to kind of start anew at, at the other one. So that in and of itself, we wrote about that on the site too, is just like a, uh, uh, interesting move that doesn't happen. So I think he's very relevant in your locker room and your stories, et cetera. Can you talk about like him coming in? in your well, opinion? it's him coming back to me. It was like getting, yes. it was, it was a continuation, right? He's the first ever AW heavyweight champion under, sure. when he was mm -hmm. under a mask as egotistical, fantastical, right? Which I don't see that mask in Chris's trophy case. Yeah. I think you You're might sure have the same person, right? Yeah, well, I, I, I think that's been out there enough at this point. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, he was the first champ. He was there. His career started there, right? I mean, he was part of the team that put the company together, uh, you know, with sure. Tony Scarpone and everything. Like he, he was bad. part of the genesis of the company. So it was a homecoming for him. I, mean, I know it's something he re it really means a lot to him as a man, as a wrestler. Like, this is something that, you know, it's this is where his story begins i mean his son was at the show that one show and he was like telling his kid like this is where i started like this is the building and everything where i started so it was like it's special for him you know as, as, a, as a human being it's pretty cool uh mm -hmm. and i did his i got to do his 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 promo on the way out like when he walked out of the building i got i did it chased him down did something so it was i know i recognize your voice you're like yeah. <laughs> when you were like calling him like hey hey what yeah yeah I was like, I a lot of hey hey what do you think you're doing on my, on my promos <laughs> uh but like it's it's pretty cool because I again I watched him from day one AAW in that building as a fan. I knew him as egotistical, fantastic around the scene. So it's pretty special. And I, I will say this, he looks amazing. 
41 years he old. He looks fantastic. He really does. Yeah, he looks great. And not only that, he's a true locker room leader. He walks in, he walks in like a boss, man. I mean, he, he walks in, he looks like a star. You know, he looks like a, a veteran. He's dressed up. He's mature. He's he's stoic. He sits he sits with his like students around people. Anybody wants to talk to him, is open to come talk to him. Like I, it's one of those things where I'm shocked that more people don't chew the ear of the veterans in the locker room. Sometimes, yeah. like, why are you not just talking? If you're a year one, you should be talking to a year twenty. You should be sitting mm. there talking to a year twenty and just chewing his ear off. Like, what do you think I can do? Yeah, but they might great. not. They might not want to hear that their match stunk because yeah, he will. I mean, he gives that harsh criticism, right? He does. It's, but you want it? But you, yeah. Why do you, you think Chico? Why do you think Chico's gotten so much better in the last year? Right? Yeah. Chico's literally sitting, hanging on every word Ego's saying. Like he's he's listening to him. And look at look at the confidence. Watch Chico a year ago to today. Just yeah. his, his presence and confidence has gotten. You can see it from here to here. So. True. Things like that, right? If you're if you're willing to take the criticism, he'll give it to you. Be with Chico. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. like, it's one of those things. Right? So it's, I love having him in there, and it's great to have a stabilizer in your life. You know, last time I was on, we talked about the ecosystem in the locker room, right? Um, he's part of that. It's a he's a, what I call like a, a stabilizer because you need those kind of like those anchor points in your locker room, you know, to to kind of make sure nobody's getting out of line. You know, like somebody who's in the locker room and. In, can let and can they can handle issues before they even escalate up sometimes yeah you know they, they can they can take a talent aside and handle something and things like that so that's where to me ego comes in as a real veteran and a very valuable very valuable uh part of the team so very happy to have him cool yeah that's great yeah chris i mean feel free to if you want to roll Throw it on let's do it we're gonna be watching along providing commentary Yep, music is uh, muted due to copyright. Yes, <laughs> there's Gino to the left, just thumbs down, booing, just lot. Gino's in so many AAW photos, it's amazing. <laughs> Gino Bean, Gino Bean, right? Gino, yeah. Gino is, there, right is, is that his Twitter handle? I see him on Twitter all the time. I, I call like. him Coach Gino. Then he got, um, they got Chicago Rob next to him Chicago right there. Rob, yeah, Another he's... legend of the Chicago wrestling scene. <laughs> These two guys. I haven't seen this this type of robe. This is very New like robe. Bobby Roode, right? Very, very Bobby Roode, yeah. Yeah. Looks good. Well, this guy just trying to get it get a word in here. Yeah. Start <laughs> the fire a little bit. Uh, this is the bonus stuff you get on YouTube, by the way. If you're listening to this on audio, you can switch yeah. to YouTube. It'll be up there. This is from Uno Moss 2023, guys. It's free on uh, the AAW YouTube. If you want to watch the whole event, this is where Gringo True. and Phoenix uh, main evented. So, and it was a banger. So speaking was this of Gring, speaking of Gringo, yeah, I'm excited to see this, right? Because we have we're invested, we were invested in Robert Anthony's freelance run, and I want to see that momentum carry over, obviously. Um, and uh, speaking of Gringo, I feel like he is he's is in his maybe his. I don't wanna even want to say it because like he's had such a long Gringo's had a long career, but he feels like he's in his prime right now in terms oh, of like man. opportunities he's getting. So. Mm-hmm. The That's guy, really cool. the guy, just you know, you hit your stride. Sometimes you hit it late, man. You hit it twenty years in. So yeah, people make their money. You know, they, they're, they're big. I mean, that's the grind. You know, and Gringo to me, I call him, I call him the bridge, man. He's if you are, if you want any connection to Lucha in the U.S., it has to go through Gringo to me. And that's you have to. Yeah, like, he's our United States Lucha ambassador. He's the ambassador. I mean, yeah. he knows everybody. So it's like if you the, need the a modern age Conan. 
I'd say so. To me, he, Conan was more like even after he retired was kind of like that agent for everybody. Mm-hmm. But to me, Gringo for like anybody new and like, I just feel like he's already worked them or he knows he knows their deal. And so like he can provide insight. So if I have a question about a luchador, I'm going to talk to Gringo first. So, and he know and he's I mean he's a Gringo. He's also active still, which is great. Yeah. So, so this is Isaiah Moore, who's who was yeah, on alive up until recently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have called this match one of the best examples of a breakout I've ever seen. Oh, cool! I've I I swear to you, I had no expectation this match was going to be as good as it as it was. I had no idea because I was like, Do "These guys are work each other." What this match is so random, man. Talk about just seizing the moment. Yeah. So, and Chris, should we turn commentary up a little or no? Well, yeah, throw it up. Uh, I, I can, I can. I, I did not want to interfere here. No, no, no. Yeah, light's that... good. Yep. Yeah, it's good. Get Perch just looking yeah. slender and jacked. <laughs> my uh, my uh, wife met Perch at a freelance emporium show. Oh, really? And, yeah. Yeah. And um, she was convinced. She's like, he, she's like, he's. We were at one of the benches, like over yeah. to like the left when you walk in, and we were just calling people over because I wanted Margaret to meet people that go to the shows. And I called Perch over, and and she's like, "You were you." She, she's talking to Perch. She's like, "You were definitely in drama or in play in high school, right?" He's like, "No, no." <laughs> He's, he has so much of that like bubbly personality. Like oh you, would, you would think that, but I don't. know. I don't know what what a, gets, gets he's from, such he's he's such a pure soul. I got to meet Papa Perch. I got to meet the dad. Oh. I'm Is a, he I, like how 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 are they the same like or no? Are they different? Same but different. Like his dad's also a very nice guy, but his dad's like a biker, you know, like very Wisconsin biker, you know, like <laughs> really. And I was like, man, your kid, like everybody loves this guy because I know he's a great guy, man. And I was like, <laughs> I know he's awesome. No, just Ooh. just a wonderful guy. Just watch Isaiah in this match too. Like the the confidence. I mean, I'm thinking he was on alive up until a couple months ago. Like that was it. You know, like we graduated all these guys up uh, to the main roster. Like Isaiah, Damian Chambers, Crash Jackson, all these guys bumped up to the main show. And it's like, damn, these guys are ready. You know. In your opinion, then the alive the alive developmental system has worked for you guys then. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I think it's at a point now where like it shows, oh man, I get that YouTube oh, premium, bro. No. I get that YouTube premium. <laughs> no, I don't I, I'm not gonna I haven't paid for that either, but uh, but yeah, it to me it's a great showcase. That's why that's why we have a lot of interest in it lately. Like all the black and brave kids come yeah. up. A lot of rookies. I mean, yeah, around... that's true. That's kind of like your feeder school, right? Black and brave, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, it's we we always call it like like father grandfather type of thing because like Merrick Brave and and well, Tyler Black, like Seth Rollins, you know, were yeah. trained by Danny, and it's like they're 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 a wrestling dad. Danny's a wrestling grandpa. They send him over to grandpa to check him out. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> these kids any good? Check them out. We'll put them on a live. We see how they do. And then we report back. There's a report system that goes back. You know, to Crotch, who was a former AW roster. I mean, Crotch actually wrestled um, Dark on the show, but uh, you know, Crotch is a heritage, mm. former Heritage and Tag Champ. He's a trainer at at Black and Brave. Shane Hollister, trainer as a trainer at Black and Brave. So they see it. Like Shane's on, on site, you know, watching what's going on. How are they conducting themselves? Like we have to report. Crotch tells me I need to report back on how they conduct themselves in the locker room. 
that's a big thing. Like he wants to know, are they behaving? Are they helping? Who's respectful? Who's not? You know, that kind of thing. So oh, it's wow. a big thing. It's a whole finishing process that we do with these guys. Yeah, that's more detail than, than I would think. But uh, I get it. Like, the you know, all the all the extra help and stuff all makes an impression. Well, and you want to, right? You want to have that, that relationship like where if they're sending guys to, to the show, you know, we're going to check them out and, and potentially use them. No, we, they want they the, their trainers want to know is all the training being applied. Yeah, but I say I don't know who trained Isaiah, but man, he's he's awesome. He rides like he's a he's an Indiana guy. So um, okay, he's he's part of that kind of anybody coming out of the Indiana crew. But like I've heard about him for a while, and I'm just to me this was his breakout match. I yeah. really really got to tell you guys, he's moving around well a lot. A lot, Uh-oh. but he's confident. That's what gets me. Like you know, you're in there against Robert Anthony. He's got you know 20 plus years. Like this guy's really, he's really confident in this match, man. That's no, I really agree. Cool. And Robert Anthony can be an intimidating individual in general, right? Like he's yeah. he kind of talked to him. He's still like stoic. I'm, not, I'm the same age as him, and I'm kind of like, oh my god, like I, I'm like, but he's a big guy. I'm like five seven. I ain't shit, you know. Like five seven. <laughs> <laughs> he's like well over six two. And I'm just like, and he's like, oh, in a, and he's in a suit, you know. He's like a, he's like a, he's an adult, you know. He's a grown man, and I'm like, that's like I'm like I'm a I'm a grown man. I'm the same age. Why am I why am I looking at you like this? <laughs> Is he showing up in a suit? So I know that his I know his return night he was in a suit. He did the promo in a suit. Is he still showing up in a suit pre match like to the venue suit? Now that Stephen Wolf is gone. Best dressed guy in the locker room, Robert Anthony. Wow. Oh wow. Stephen Wolf was the man back then, man. Yeah. That's three true. piece suit, three piece suit, subway foot long under his arm. But he looked like look at a million bucks. Stephen I, I saw him this weekend after a long time. After a long we're, time. We're uh, around here. Dreamwave. I popped Dreamwave. in the Dreamwave. Oh, right, 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 right. He yeah. was on the show. It was good to see him. How how have they been doing Dreamwave? Good. I mean, they got that. They got the local. You know, they were they're the local promotion. LaSalle. LaSalle loves them. Yeah. So, and probably, I mean, and the surrounding area, right? There can't be many yeah. indies out there. I'm assuming. No, I mean, they're they're like they're like the anchor for that yeah, that little that little quad city of like LaSalle, yeah. Peru, Mendota. Um, what are the other ones? There's like there's like four back. You know, cities that are just like butted up against each other. Right. Did uh, Hardbauer make a? Making appearances, uh, oh, yeah, town. yeah, he's I mean, he lives there, right? Like, he's LaSalle's very own, right? Yeah, LaSalle's very own. <laughs> yeah he was there. He is uh, his mystery, his mystery, uh, partner was Cole Cabana. See, I like oh, this. Uh, this is the stuff I love where you like take a second to to talk to the crowd, like, you got just it, Isaiah Moore's just Gumby in there getting his shit wrecked, but like the way Anthony. See that right there. It. Yeah, he's like, take like take a second, you know, to the to the crowd. Like let them soak that in. That's what I always say. Like, like, you know, it's not about how many moves you can do in a minute. It's like how many moves you can do in a minute that means something. You know, if you can do it, 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 yeah, Isaiah Moore can do 20, right? Mm-hmm. But if like but if people only absorb 10, what was the point? You know, you just, you just bumped your body out 10 more, 10 more bumps. Yeah. Robert yeah. Anthony can do less and make it mean something. If you let people soak it in, you heal them a little bit to the crowd. You know, it's the psychology of wrestling is real. Like people tend to forget it. Like there's a lot of psychology still to be played in there if you do it yeah. right. I've, and, and I feel the story uh, being told, right? Like the the veteran versus the the rookie. Like you just said, like, he's coming out of the alive. Like there's so much there. Um, watch watch the 
watch Anthony's face throughout this match and how he kind of goes from like, eh, I'm toying with this kid. Then it goes to like, oh, it's a little more of a challenge than I thought. Okay, wait a minute. I got to work a little bit more, right? Like, it's like you'll see the art of what Robert Anthony knows what to do, like how to basically show, like, I thought this was going to be a walk in the park. This is a lot harder than I thought. This kid's actually, you know, like, I got to, I got to, build up and build up and build up because he's 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 better than i thought he was and that's that's the that's the like the art of a psychology when it comes to this is like showing that if you can pick that up that's that's the fun part yeah that's probably his best asset i think um is the storytelling ego Mm -hmm. i i feel like wrestling is a buffet right we said that fifteen thousand times on this podcast I'm like, I feel like I'm becoming a little desensitized to the the quote unquote. Once I think, once again, I think flippy shit has a place on the card. Obviously, the main event was probably tore the house down with flippy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm becoming like a little bit more desensitized to it. I think just because I think I've watched so much wrestling in like a five year span yeah. that I like, I'm I'm find myself being a little bit of the older taste, curmudgeonly taste, if you will, like gravitating a little bit more towards like this match. So it's like a little slower. I think we're going back to that route because like for a while, everyone's doing flippy shit. Everybody. No matter what. You saw big men doing it. And I'm like, I don't want to see big men doing this. Why are big why are big guys doing this? You know, like but then you you kind of want that next level of like, give me the psychology, man. There's certain guys who can yeah, we're over the GIF era. Yeah, you know, I mean you think? I think, you think, I think so. I think so. I mean, now now it's 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 so it's not gifs, right? During that the gif time, like you had a couple seconds to tweet that GIF and and that would go viral. Yeah. Now we get now we get clips, right? A little longer, like. But but it, I think it has uh, uh, some effect on that. Like, like you said, you know, seeing bunch of moves so quickly, it's like we, we saw that already for a while. Yeah, and I think we're now like like now looking at this match, right? Seeing Robert Eagle just kind of slow things down gives it more of a meaning than. Mm-hmm. Then 20 sure. moves that are happening in 30 seconds. That was nice. And the art of the start of the 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 um, commentary by Tyler and, and Joe here. It's like yes, that's what I want to talk about. Like then are also they are also telling that story. Mm-hmm. Like they're wrapped up in it. Like well, wait a minute, where did this kid come from? You know <laughs> what's going on here? I saw Tyler Vols tweet out. That he, I mean, he was ready to jump on podcasts too. Yeah, um, I feel like that's one person we've we've wanted to have on in the past. So like maybe that's for a while. A like, yeah, scheduling just didn't work out. Starting an online, I would say you know get him on to talk the art of commentary. Do that because I think that's a good one. Like even if it's not centric to yeah a match or something, get him on to talk about commentary and and how to do it because. I've done it twice, and man, there is such an art to it. I, I sat in on color with Tyler once, and then with Joe once, and it made me respect that art even more because it is such—it's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't. No, I would just run out of things to say. You know, you'd think, right? But if you have a good lead who just knows what he's doing, man, it's made me respect the commentators even more. They see this like way. Anthony, re, re, Robert Anthony reached his his point now. He's like, well, <laughs> like shit, I gotta like, throw everything I got at this kid now. Right. Yeah, Isaiah, Isaiah was just to me is a sleeper hit. I mean, I, he was a talented kid. I just never really saw the 
what was the next level with him, you know? Yeah. And I saw it in this match where it's like he just knew when, when to. Oh, I mean, look at that. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that before. That was new. Definitely something fresh. You're right. Man. Per- I'm some shocked Perch wasn't in, in drama. <laughs> like he's got the faces down. <laughs> Someone with a sign that says that was three in the crown. Yeah. Is that the same sign guy from LaSalle? It is him. That's him. That's Gary. That's him. That's yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, shit. So this reminds me. I was watching this show. Um, I was streaming it live. And, and I saw him and I'm like, what is his name? I know we've met him before. Gary. But but I recognize the signs. I'm like, this is the sign guy from LaSalle. That's him. That's so the, he keeps like five on him at once, right? Yep, five in LaSalle. He had 30. Oh, he rolled in with 30. He has, I mean, like, he's the guy, a Rolodex of signs. Oh, yeah, and he knows, like, him and his wife, they're just like, Give me the Isaiah Moore. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, got it, <laughs> you know, like it's filed properly. It's like, I need the fucking what's you know, I need the Shane Hollister. Got it, boom, you know, no version two. Like, they have like. A filing system, it's crazy. There's a whole Dewey Decimal system. They got it all I'm down, saying. man. Like, seriously, like Vikingo was on the last one, the dream was just like, I need I need the Vikingo version 2B. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the one written in Spanish, you know, like it's like <laughs> it's so insane. That's it's, great. It's intense. Yeah, all they're all he contextually relevant. That's the best they part. are. You know that was three. Who fired this ref? Who hired this guy? Like he's he's quick with it. You know, like, <laughs> Robert Anthony gets the win, but that I was a very that was a very uh, that's that was just a wrestling match. That was just like a classic, really good wrestling match. Pure wrestling match. There's Tyler Vold right there. Amazingly groomed beard Tyler Vold has. Shut up. As much as I hate. The city of Chicago, because I'm from the suburbs. <laughs> Stand up, you son of a bitch! Stand on your feet. From the suburbs. Cameraman. Look at him. Cameraman, go up to him. Isaiah Moore. As much as I hate these people, you are a tough son of a bitch. There you go. Now get the hell out of my ringside, you jobber. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, Robert Anthony, we heard the words from Mance Warner on our social media. Tyler Vol's phone bubble ask a question on everybody's mind. Yes, man. What's your response? Mance Warner, look in my eyes. There will never be a day that Robert Anthony sets foot in an AAW ring and fights with you. Vance Warner, if you want to step in a ring with Robert Anthony again, it's under my conditions. And my conditions are if you accept in June it will be Mance Warner versus Robert Anthony in an AAW Pure Rules Wrestling match. Pure Rules. Pure Rules. Pure rules. Oh, I forgot you're from the city. 
you might not know what pure rules are. Vance Warner, I know you don't know them either. That's so listen sure. up. Rule number one, there will be a strict 20 count on the outside of the ring. That's Japan style. Yeah. No close punches to the face. <laughs> Rule number three. You, come on. How do you each opponent only gets <laughs> three rope breaks. After you use your three rope breaks, the rope cannot save you from a pitfall and Ooh, submission. That's interesting. And the last and final rule, my favorite, all hardcore and deathmatch elements are an automatic disqualification. If you want to step in the ring with me again, you're going to have to be the person you hate. You're going to have to be, Vance Warner, a professional wrestler. Whoa, I like that. Well, Vance yeah. Warner's all man. He's as tough as the day is long. Well, the challenge has been laid down. It's a little, it reminds me of wrestling a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. The wrestling yeah. fashion was cool. Yeah, that's... uh. As we know, that match didn't happen, but um, but will but will the I mean my my we're we're finalizing stuff tomorrow. Okay. Uh, to know if we're just gonna flex everything. I mean, the logical thing is to flex everything just over to one show, yeah. right? Uh, it's all dependent on schedules. I mean, is everybody available with the True. new date and all that stuff? So, uh, but I would say just literally take this show and just port it to July now. So, it's all a matter of if everyone can can make it. So. I yeah, thought he was going to go the opposite way. That makes sense that Robert Ingo went that way. I thought he was going to be like, okay, let's not even get in the ring. Let's just start in the parking lot. That'd be awesome, too. <laughs> awesome too. You just start filming it out there. Like, you guys, I feel like you guys could do that. You have the production quality where it's just like, you know, those, those like, remember the hardcore belt where like the matches just like started backstage basically and all of it like took back, took part backstage. Oh, man. You know, like you know, he's got, like you know, got a great parking lot to do that with is the, the galley arena parking lot because it's so like it's behind yeah, yeah that yeah. mall and it's mm. like kind of enclosed a little safer more controlled right, 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 yeah, yeah. so i shot some bunch of stuff back there but it's a very controlled environment back there which is nice to do stuff that's where you can do a brawl <laughs> you can start it there <laughs> at the guy we should do it where they start at golly at the beginning of the show we air it they're fighting at that building at the parking lot and by by main event at berwin <laughs> they walk in to burn. <laughs> I remember they did something like, yeah, yeah, exactly. They did something. It was an extreme rules. This is back when I just got back into wrestling. Uh, and when Sting Sting debuted at Survivor Series, this is this is after the lull. Uh, when I like got back into it. And there was like extreme rules like Dean Ambrose versus RIP Luke Harper. Um, and they like got like they took a break in the match. They like fought we're fighting they got in a car it was like a chicago street rules match whatever the fuck that means they got in a car and then the car yeah. drove away and then they had like a mat two matches yeah, yeah and yeah. the car came back later and they That's started like the match was still happening i want that we should do it something yeah. so random like the, like the schomburg slaughter you know something like some <laughs> random like some random like suburb of chicago like where it's just the you know Something that you wouldn't expect it to be like the gurney fucking bloodbath. <laughs> like, gurney. You know, like, what the hell is going to gurney? You know, I think it's just some random little town. Yeah, that would be great. Or better yet, Robert Anthony, Joliet, you get a, get a license to, to wrestle at the uh, 
Yeah, there's like an old jail there or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there is a jail. Like, the Joe oh, jail yeah. fight, you know, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Statesville prison, man. Yeah. Statesville prison, yeah. Statesville Did you ever go to the haunted house? No, the, I've never I, been I never there. Went. Mind, no. You guys ever went to the haunted house in Statesville? It no. is intense. That's what I hear. I hear. Awesome. It is awesome. Great. And we got another match coming up. Right? Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Um, who do we have here? Hold on. I want to. Uh, I was picking because uh, I, I figure we'll leave the uh, Ray Phoenix and Gringo one. People can watch it on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People. Um, Chris, put this in HD too, unless that's going to mess up your uh, your your feed here. You can click on the corner, yeah, on the little gear on the right hand corner, because we we filmed this stuff in uh, pretty HD. Put a hit that quality. This should allow you to go higher. Let's see how. It's, yeah. oh, that's about it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's a little better. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we're gonna watch Freddie Ahai and Jake something for the AAW Heavyweight Championship. Oh, I mean Fred- that's the only reason this isn't maining, right? It's because Phoenix is on the card. Yeah, that's all. Fred's former champion, uh, probably the best former champ. Yeah, best wrestler I've ever seen perform live in an AAW ring. Like just pure athlete of a wrestler. He's he's not some indie darling. He's not a big you know. Uh, he's not social media guy like merch guy. He's just an athlete that's all that's what he yeah. likes to do and he's very very good at it this is here to, to and for most of his promos are. you produce most of his promos right i'm i'm with fred that's that's my assignment <laughs> i we have we have a character mapped out we have everything um learn math and song we are like me and fred have this whole thing mapped out i love working with him he's my my, my favorite guys to ever work with because he, he's like his psychology is just one of the best things i've ever seen in wrestling He's uh, like I said, it's 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 crazy that he's he's so um, he's kind of so casual about. It. He loves like you know he has he has a life outside of this too, obviously like everybody does. Yeah. But um, his he puts a lot more importance in certain areas. But his his professional wrestling is just something that's that's an art form in and of itself. I mean, there's the champ, Jake something that just looks right, you know. It's a it he's a triple right. crown. He's a six triple crown champion. I know that sounds like he feel like he's been through so much with you guys like you event he was a re- it was right on the wall was he was probably gonna have a run at it at some at some point yeah, yeah you guys have seen the rise of him you know with the yeah. with all the titles and everything him and stallion and oh is his haircut he cut his hair so he i think he did he at one point um he was just kind of tucking it i think it's officially cut now yeah yeah yeah, yeah I mean, he's a beast of a man man look at this guy i mean paco can say that <laughs> Yeah, you know, he beat Jake something. Paco did pin a and a now AW champ. Paco beat that, was, that was wild. That was wild. What do we know what happened to Paco? I, I just hashtag where's Paco? Where's Paco know. now? We pushed him and he left. He pushed him out the door. You know, it's like, it's like, <laughs> you pushed him too hard. Pushed him way too hard. He's gone, man. <laughs> man, if you want the you want the Berwyn Eagles Club sold out, you know one name, one name to drop. I still to this day will laugh so hard because like Paco's this little skinny dude. It's like it's unassuming, like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Got you know, face. But like his entrance music is like this screaming death metal, <laughs> you know? And it's like it's just like he walks, he's like, and he's just like, come on. I'm like, what the fuck is like, where does this music come from? You know? He definitely had that, yeah. That uh I feel like I've seen a meme about that where it's like I love it's like a, oh baby was... face coming through the curtain. It's like don't say it, don't say it, and then it's like come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
that little thing Jake does where when they're announcing him and he's looking at his opponent, that's that's art, man. Because like why would you take your why would you take your eyes off your opponent? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you, if you're the champion who has the most to lose, ever take your eyes off your opponent? And that's smart too, because how many how many matches have you seen where it's like you know the champ gets jumped before the bell rings exactly. kind of thing? You know? These little it's, it's little psychology that is so lost today, man. People don't realize like that stuff is. I mean, like you say, you're so, you're so desensitized to like the same format now. But that little thing, like I'm watching this, even being on the side that I'm on, and that yeah. popped mm-hmm. me just now seeing this dude. Like he's he's a foot taller than Fred, you know. Like he, but he's still. Gonna keep his eye because this guy can jump me at any time. I have the most to lose in this match. I'm not taking my eyes off this guy. That's 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 pro wrestling one on one right there. Yeah, it makes it feel like a like a. Uh, I don't want to use the word real because I'm not going to use the f word on the other end. But it makes it feel like a shoot fight. It's supposed to be. You're selling you're selling the illusion of combat, right? That's the idea. Yeah, it makes idea you feel something. It makes you feel something. <laughs> Just like that Star Wars burlesque. That's right. So, sure makes you feel something. Feel, feel you, a thing or two. I can tell you for sure. Nobody, nobody got up right away when they that show ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Just, I mean, like I said, the, the psychology between these guys is just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very, it, to me, I don't want to say it got sh- overshadowed by Phoenix and uh, and Gringo. But you know, because it didn't get to Maine because of that one, which is understandable. Everybody knew that why. So we 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 put it directly in the middle of uh, right before intermission. Yeah. But it's oh right, it's um because like it kind of basically peaked one moment. Of the yeah, show. no, I think that's I, I that to me seems like one A one B. Like it has to, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna end before the final before intermission, seems mm-hmm. like a semi main. Yeah. So you get that little that little absorption moment right at that point. Yeah, but um. But yeah, like this was just, but like, man, this is going to go down as a, as one of those matches where I'm like, man, this is, this is one like people should rewatch as a, as a classic AW heavyweight title defense. I mean, these are, this how you put the ancient heavyweight, right? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Um, who did, um, who did, uh, Jake something beat for the title? He beat Fitchett. Yeah, he, he ended okay. the the great reign of Fitchett, you know, and and I'll tell you what, Matt Fitchett uh, was hurt during that match too. Like he, yeah. I mean, that was a brutal match. Like they they went at it, they went at it big time, and uh, Matt got hurt during that match, and he powered through, man. He powered through, and he's a fighter. Matt Fitchett is a true fucking. Warrior. Do you, have you heard on? I saw like recently he posted. I think he was like post workout or something. He posted a video, just kind of like a motivational thing. Have you heard any rumblings about Fitchett at all about like how he's doing or if he's planning to come back or anything like that? Definitely, definitely, yeah, much better. I know he's been he's teasing the the return, so we don't just a yeah. matter of when when you know he just sure step away, get a breather. He's got a young kid and everything, so right. Step away, reset, heal some nagging injuries, and in the meantime, just watch Davey Vega do the best work of his career. <laughs> Team Vega, maybe. Team Vega. Davey Vega is that. As at the peak of his career right now. That was a really fun. I, was that this? I can't remember. That was at the beginning of this year, right? January, I think we had Vega on, Chris. Yeah, it was. It was it like was, a year to date to when we had Fitchin on. I know we had Fitchin on last January, not this past mm-hmm. January, but the January before that. So it, it was so recent. I still have the artwork. There you go. 
234. <laughs> number that, was a, that was a really... 234, even, so this is 243. Okay. Okay. We even talked to him, like, I feel like we talked to him like 15, 20 minutes after, too, just about Did random you? shit. Yeah, like, nice guy, man. Yeah, really good guy. He just, he to me, another one. I mean, he's wrestling for 16 years, right? And he's the best work of his career is now, you know, yeah. to me. Ooh. Like, he's so seasoned. That move looks like it just hurts. <laughs> that looks like it'll just <laughs> it's like running into a wall. It's a thump. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Look how easy Fred makes that look, though. That's I know. The crazy part. He's a big man. Look at, look at this. Look at this. Like, just... What I love is that Jake can hang with it though. Like Jake, no, yeah. like one thing people forget. It's like Jake is a, he's a heavyweight through and through, but he can he can mat wrestle too. Classic back rake right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Jake knows how to grapple too, which is really awesome for a guy his size. And and for Fred, if you will want to grapple with him, he will absolutely go all night long. Like, that's, that's why true. him and Josh for that hour a year ago, a year and a half ago was just insane. You know, they went an hour, and it was just pure wrestling, man. Yeah, sign guy's got a Jake something sign. So yeah, there he is. <laughs> like he's like you mentioned, he's it's per it's per person too. He's got everybody's sign, man. <laughs> I feel like you got to go back and f- forward and back, right, to get to to make most use of of space. You got to like that might have something else on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doubles up. He doubles up. He doubles that's up. What, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I always laugh at the when commentary says in the short ribs. I'm like, what is there? Are there long ribs? What are what are the short ribs? <laughs> He's like, he can hit him right there on the short ribs. Which one's the short ribs? I think they're all ribs. Bun. Which one's short? <laughs> but do you guys know? I don't know. I'm always like, what's no, the no, no, no. Like, I, I just know they're the food short ribs. Right, right. All right. When you guys have Tyler Vols on, and you should be that'd be the first question. What are the short ribs <laughs> compared to the regular ribs? Are, and then you refer to the other ones as the long ribs. I have no. Uh, I, I'm. Purely boggled. I have no idea. What's the short rib? <laughs> and Tyler drops it a lot. He goes, raw, a little punch in the short ribs. So is there a short punch in the ribs? You know, is that what that means? Oh. It's just a fun way of saying it. But it's but he refers to him as the Maybe short he's trying rib. to get like a, a catchphrase over or something. Maybe. No, I've heard of other guys too. Other guys oh, other guys have said that? Yeah. Okay. The short ribs. What I love about Fred is that you, you can't watch Fred Yehi. Like an outsider couldn't come watch a Freddie A. High match goes, ah, that guy's fake. Like no, there's nothing about him sure, that looks right. you know, like he's he's he, he's he's hitting him. Right, right. He's hitting him. He's purely hitting him. <laughs> like you can't tell me this guy's fake in any way. Like he's that guy, like we've talked about this, like Danny and Mike and I have talked about this. Like he's that guy that if you were ever to like measure um professional wrestling's like credibility. You know, especially like in our company, if like somebody comes in, just wants to like think they want to like run the place, like just give them the Fred, let it, let them let them prove against Fred. You know, somebody watch Fred and say this is fake or oh that guy sucks. Like he can't. No. Stiff for sure. But like in a makes it look good too. You know, mm-hmm. like smooth man, like just moves like water. But I love I, to me the one of the, the key elements of this was you see Jake. I mean, two different styles. You got a power mm-hmm. man style versus a grappler style. Jake, 
he hung in there. Like he's, I mean, people don't say that he can grapple, man. Like Jay can go on the mat with, with a guy like Fred. To me, that's really impressive. And to me, it's awesome that the champion, like our hood ornament has that ability. That's awesome. Yeah, that's true. I think that's a scale that probably most people don't think that Jay can do, but just because he's so big, but it's obviously proven that wrong. So yeah. Purchase. I think Purge gets like 18,000 steps per match. If he's wearing, <laughs> wearing a Fitbit, like forget it. That would be good. That would be interesting to see. Yeah. I would love it. An Apple Watch. Yeah. I want I want Purge to measure his steps per show day. That'd be great. Like at least 40,000. It's gotta be at least 40, for sure. Easily. Like right there. That was like that was like 200 right now. Right there. That little bounce. <laughs> Yeah, bring the gotta bring the vicious level, viciousness level up. Mm -hmm. and, and that's one thing that that uh, Yehai has, right? Like facial expressions. I think, like, Big man, if he's on the attack, the intensity is always there. He never lets that facial expression go. And and when he's in the receiving end, like you see that also, like, like he's getting banged up. The, the biggest to me, it's sixty forty. The art of of this is is in the cell. You know, and, yeah, and in the cell of like the guy taking the move. If you're if you can sell the the punishment, it it puts credibility on the entire match. So Ricky Morton was such a star, you know. Like you can make he can make a simple punch and a kick look like it's it's a bomb going off. Mm -hmm. You know, like things like there's certain guys like Brett was fantastic. You know, when Brett will take the like that face front. That uh, that forward facing like uh oh. like to the corner. I mean, I thought his, I thought he caved his chest in. You know, like I thought he was dead. I'm like, he's dead. That's it. They just killed him. You know, like Brett was an amazing seller of like of of his opponent's move. That's why he gives yeah. opponents, you give your opponent cre um, uh, credibility that way. That Brad was so good at that. I know exactly that movie you're talking about, where he just f runs himself straight into the turnbuckle, oh just an Irish whip. Oof. It was like breaking his chest, you know. Doing yeah. <laughs> no, he made that. He made it look good every single time. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Modern day was like really good at it. I'm trying to like just off the top of my head, who's like a really excellent. No one really does that exact spot. I mean, yeah, you know, like it's available. I mean, it's available. People steal stuff from people, you know, or mm -hmm. rehash it or redo it. But I don't know if anyone does does that a lot. I think I think from TV, I want to say I think I think Sami Zayn's pretty good at it. You know, he gets. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. gets a that's, good. You know, he he's, he he really makes you feel the pain. That he's that's a really through. good one. Yeah, and yeah. and and probably I mean both Canadian. I wonder if he probably took took that page right out of. I'm sure they, they, they there's so much emphasis on the art and the athleticism up there. So like I'm sure it's it's part of it. Yeah. So. Um, but, we can uh, really we can really analyze Chris's uh, YouTube ads and see see what's, uh, <laughs> see what's being targeted towards him. That's true. That's very true. It's workout insurance and what else did we just got? <laughs> insurance. Uh, probably some some child products in there for the niños. No manscaped. Um, I'm surprised. Oh man, no manscaped. No manscaped. <laughs> Chris, you keep it trimmed down there. What's the, what's the deal, yo? I mean, according to Trent, if you use the promo code, promo code TNI. here. Yeah, you, you get uh, twenty percent off and free shipping. Just saying. Wow. I will say, oh, this, guys, total sidebar because they they sent me a free kit when I, they sponsored me, dude. It is the best 
shaver thing I've ever had in my life for a face, everything, body, you name it. I buy the hype's all in. I'm all in on the hype now after I got mine. Nice. I would absolutely buy it. I, I would pay full price for it again. Okay. Okay. 100%. I'm not, this is no BS. Like, I don't even care okay. about the promo code. I was like, this is the greatest razor I've ever had in my life. That's great. Yeah. Mark Cuban endorsed, bro. I, there you go. We're all hairy individuals. We all have hair on our on our chins, and we're all hairy individuals. So you're pretty. You got, you got a pretty good. You got a pretty good uh, head of hair, facial hair, Charlie. I mean, for non-brown guy, like <laughs> good man. I've been mistaken. I've been. I've had uh, multiple times at Mexican restaurants. People waitresses will start coming to me and just start speaking Spanish. So I feel like I could. Pat, like he's like, Colombian or from Spain. He's yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I could. I could feel like with the right tan. And maybe sitting next to Chris, who definitely looks Hispanic, I, yeah, I could yeah, pass. Yeah. I could blend in. Yeah. I think you should do it. <laughs> you should try to get a little tan this summer and just see what, how much more it happens. Yeah. See, I see how many instances I could run into where people think I'm. That move is that that sequence of knees in the corner is insane. Unique, just insane. I, like I, I'm like your face is caving in. I mean, like every shot of that's like oh, he's, he's killing him. Dude, he I've never seen a wrestler throw so many hard ass knees. I mean, you think he's an MMA fighter. I mean, he dresses like one almost, right? He's got yeah, the low so. boots, he's got the shorts. Right. I mean, he's pure grappler. I mean, he's trained as a as a as an amateur wrestler. Has he ever has he ever done any uh shoot competitions? I think he did. I'm gonna ask okay. him next time. I think he has done shoot competitions. He before. feels like a guy that would. And I, I wanna say he stopped because it's just the the art form is bigger here. Obviously, you know, there's more he can do um, just with the art of it. Yeah. I mean, we had so much plan when when Rob, um, Polish Rob, as you guys know, we made a mini movie on Fred, but yeah. we had so many more films planned uh, for Fred. The character, the Fred character is great. It's Jekyll and Hyde. You know, that's the idea. Like if you watch the okay. stuff I do with him, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. just I'll, I'll give you guys a small Easter egg. And if anybody's watching the promos that we release of Fred, notice one thing. He never looks in the camera. And just interpret for what you will off that. He never eyeballs the camera. Because okay. the, the idea is it's Jekyll and Hyde. You're not, he's not talking to you. He's talking. Oh, he's, oh he's talking I see it. You know, that's the idea. Oh, I love that. That's cool. Yeah. That's really Fred, cool. Fred's talking to himself. He's, he's in, you're, you're happen to be having, you have a window into the, into the mind. And he's um, really beating the shit out of Jake. He is, man. Like, <laughs> he is. I mean, it's, it's crazy, like how how intense he works. But you know, but I like a I like a match like this because Jake's the you know Jake's a tough guy. He's legit. He's a tough guy, and he's like, he's gonna take it. He's he's not gonna back down. Like they'll lay it in. Like they're gonna lay stuff in because they they get a thrill out of that. These guys love the the raised bar of realism competition. So it's it's fun. I mean, they they enjoy this. I mean, this is twisted fun, but it's fun for them. Yeah. <laughs> So this is my yes, kind of um, stuff. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say as, as we were talking about the, the the art of selling, and I'm like, like I was thinking, right? Like, just you know, what AEW wrestler, like, you know, was really good at selling, and then I started thinking about the luchadors, right? Because it's Uno Mas, mm-hmm. and I go back to Ray Phoenix, big time. Like with the mask, he's able to tell you the shit that he's going through. That's um the genius it, of Ray Phoenix, yeah. Yeah, like you can definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, th- this 
this torpedo missile thing like it's it's just brutal like i just feel like the, the barricade's so close to the ring and and taking that head on it's, it's crazy protect jack and tick at all costs they have That's all I say. <laughs> now they now we talk about phoenix you know like the little things like you say you can't see his face but what you can't see is the head shake the speed of the head shake the bot the breathing mm-hmm. i mean every little thing he does like the way he starts like breathing you know like he's selling right. through the 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 pace of his breathing he's telling you true uh the movement how he shakes his head somebody's shaking it faster slower whatever it is the added element of doing it with a mask the genius, how mad man. are those people now their knees are just getting banged they love it look at they're all smiling <laughs> they love it man where's where did where'd, where'd he go where's sign guy sign, i don't know where he, he's on the other side Maybe did I get my am I getting my corners crossed? Maybe yeah, this is a different corner now. Oh, this is corner. the uh, this is stage right. That guy in the in the vest in the tie and the vest. Oh. This guy came in, a, in nearly a. Somebody suit? found the title belt. What is that a replica or is that the actual? Belt? Wait, wait, is that the, where, where did that come from? Oh, I, oh, yeah. he picked it up off the ground. Oh, oh, oh! That oh, guy was locked out with I think it was on the chair. Yeah, it was on the chair. That could have been dangerous, man. Jim, where's have... Jimmy D? He's supposed to be protecting them. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G's only job, only thing to protect for Jimmy is the microphone. That's his only. That's, that's all he has to worry okay. about. What about the bell? Doesn't he ring the bell? Yeah, the bell. Yeah, the bell. What's Fred looking for here? Oh, man. What do we got? No disqualifications. Oof. As we know. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's sign guy, Carter. I, I got him. I got him confused. But, yeah, Fred, I mean. There's so many people now who ask, like Fred's reached such a such a legendary status with our with our fan base that he wants to people want to like no, they want to meet him. But you, you can't, you know, like he doesn't he doesn't come out for merch table. I mean, there's a new table at all. No. There, wow. There's a there's a there's a lot of protection of the Fred Yehai character that he he's very proud of, you know, of Fred. I see. I mean he it's one of those things where like we all know the we we know it's a show, but there's still that. There's still the mystery of Fred AI. People don't really know much about him. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know anything about him. He's not very public online. He's not very, um, doesn't put a lot out there. So, you know, like for, I mean, there's times where I'm shooting with him and it is Jekyll and Hyde to me. I'm like, wait a minute, is this, <laughs> who am I talking to here? So, like, it's, there, there's a mystery surrounding. And I think that mystery builds a lot of the intrigue that a lot of people have now for him. Sure. That they, you know, they want to meet him, and if you're lucky, maybe you catch him outside and he's going to his car. But a lot, you're you're not gonna. It's not you're. It's gonna be hard. Are you hard to meet a Freddie High? Yeah. I still remember though when he, I mean, he's wicked man. When he fought Mans, when he beat Mans with the title, and Mans was bleeding buckets like onto the mat, <laughs> and Fred Yehai, he took in Mans's own blood, wrote the word "die." In the in the mat, and he point he took Mance's head and he pointed to it. He's like, "Look, look!" And I was like, "What the fuck is happening right That's now?" That's some horror movie shit. It was the most brutal shit. I'm like the word "die." <laughs> Do you imagine this? Yeah, horror movie. You wrote you write the word "die" in another man's blood, and then make him look at it, make him read it. Before you take him out and steal and take his title from him, it's like, what the hell? It's intense shit. That's some boss shit. That is. Oh, well, there you go. There it is. 
Jack and Tig are not not happy about this. Oh, oh is his hand <laughs> his hand is in the uh, <laughs> holy shit! I forgot. Oh, about his hand stuck right. In yeah. The... Come on, oh Perch. my god, do something! Come on, Perch. Do you have a key for that or something? <laughs> Jeez, dude, he's. This is kind. Of, it's just like he's like he's always like about to snap, you know, or he is. He has oh, snapped. Kind he's, of. He's nuts. Just look at the eyes, man. God damn. Yeah, my, one of my favorite people to to work with <laughs> always, because <laughs> there's no end, there's no end to it. Right. All right, good guy Perch. Yeah, Help hey, him him get free. his arm out the way. You know, Perch needs to like get a shoe endorsement because like he's run, he wears out his soles so much by running around. Like some, <laughs> like Puma or something has to sponsor Perch at this point. We gotta get, we gotta get, we gotta like tweet Puma. Like, hey, come on, guys. Like, have you seen this man move? This is like more. This is like more than like certain like rookies on like, you know, on in the NBA right now. This guy moves more than anybody. Give him a shoe deal. Seriously, give him something. There's another great referee. There, there it is. Referee oh, Derek damn. is another great referee too. Um, Derek Martha is a phenomenal referee that we have. Also, he's he refs everywhere in the city, but Derek is a great referee as well. He puts up with all the hardcore and blood and the, the tough stuff. You know that the real brutal shit. Look at look at the look at the power! Oh, my God. God. I'm so high. All out of nowhere. God damn it. Jake's a large human being, man. He's just a large human. Just thick. <laughs> like a wall, you know? Do you know uh, Jake's height? Good question. I want to say 6'4". Six, 6-something? Six yeah, 6-something. Ah, 6-something. <laughs> I think six four. I'll ask though. Because he also does that. Uh, I, does, does he go over the rope? He does that that dive the to the outside. Dive. Yeah. Like I've been pretty close to that, and, and that is like I've never seen anybody that big come at you like that. And, and that's scary. Oh yeah. I mean, and Nick's gotten photos of that before where he's like at peak, you know. Mm -hmm. like, oh my god, it's like an airplane coming at you. Selling a rib injury right here. Oh, oh man, look at rib. that. Look at that. <laughs> it just went right for his throat. I mean, the pace of this match has just been such a fight, you know, like who is fighting for the upper hand at all times. I apologize for those lights, though, man. This was—I mean, we. This was a last-minute building, and those, those—I was not a fan of the mm. lights, how they glared into like certain shots. Sure. But we had to—we had to make do. I mean, this was yeah, this was yeah. another last-minute building, you know, for us. Look at this! Look what the fuck! <laughs> this is crazy. See that? That just kicking the arm up, you know, like you punch. Yep. The arm was just stuck in there for yeah. you know in, in the pole for a while, and still working Smart. it. Smart, oh. smart, smart. Look at that. Oh, full Nelson suplex. It feels like Yehai has been on the offense like majority of this match for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. It's not, it's not locked. Just a great. He's just, he's just a spider monkey. 
That's a good way to put it. Yeah, he's a spider monkey. He just knows how to like just be every angle and and twist and like he just knows how to just get anywhere. You know, like use any body part. Was he tapping? Oh, that, that was he was, tapping? Uh, he was tapping. But uh, his foot was in the rope. Oh, oh, okay, okay. oh, oh shoot. Oh, snap. Perch with the eyesight. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember a title change. But... <laughs> it was, oh, he was indicating the rope. Okay, I didn't, I didn't catch that. <laughs> That's interesting. The, the art of Fred, though, like, he knows every which way to utilize a body part for, like, for a wrestling match. You know what I mean? Like, he knows how to lock his legs, lock his, his wrist, his opponent's legs, his opponent's neck, their opponent's arms, like, every possible angle and, and how to apply, like, just that, just that twist. To, he just, like, he'll be wrapped around Jake, like, completely, like, a, like, just like a snake. You know, it's crazy. Oh, but with, but there oh, it, is. it is. Black hole slam. I do love that Jake uses the black hole slam as the homage to uh, Abyss. We need an Abyss run again. He's yeah, he's been there. I once I once walked into that was, a locker room. that was a fun heel run. It was. I once walked into a locker room and <laughs> Eddie Kingston's in one chair and Abyss is across from him, and they're both. They're both looking confused in the distance, and nobody's saying a word. They're like, and like they're like pondering in deep thought. Nobody's speaking, and they're sitting just like this, like. I'm like, I'm like, guys, and they're just like thinking in deep thought and kind of like confused a little bit. I'm like, what? And just like, what is happening here? I couldn't figure out what was going on, and it lasted for several, several minutes. Look at this! Turn that power bomb into this, this. Death low or the strangle choke the back again with the Oof. oh my god, it's look at this, this. one handed. Wow, oh, one handed. <laughs> Jeez, man, Jake What were they? What were they thinking about? What was I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, you don't never found out. Like, hmm. like, like somebody just told them this, that, the, that the moon landing was fake and they were trying to figure yeah. out how that's a look in there, like they were trying to figure out how for like the last 20 minutes. like <laughs> I, I thought it was gonna it was gonna end in like yeah and that's how that match is gonna go <laughs> <laughs> like there's esp to each other this has got to be the end there it is yeah. man that was good what a fight what yeah what a fight i'll never that... forget when a, when abyss dropped those tacks and everyone just started fucking laughing at him he was so pissed at uh bourbon street why, why did everybody laugh? I forgot. I don't know. Everyone was like, everyone was just like shitting on him every time he he came. Like the, when he had that run with you guys, people would boo the fuck out of him. And then like he like dropped. He was like trying to get in the ring, and he like dropped the tack bag, and people just started like laughing at him because like because like he he didn't mean to drop it. Oh, okay. And like and then like pe- people would laugh at him because I think they knew they were gonna like rile him up. It was so mm. funny. Well, he joined Sammy, right? He joined the. Uh... The uh, OIF or the, oh, yeah, uh, the, the whole OIF 4K. OIF 4K, yeah. Look at that. What a great match. Extremely good match. Like, one you can be proud of for sure. Like, if I'm Jake or, or Fred, that's on the highlight reel. You know, like, it's just, it had a little bit of everything. And Fred doesn't lose often at all. Like, you know, it's like he's he's a very strong 
entity in in the company like it's rare to see him but like it's it's one of those losses where like you could it's there's no shame in that loss you know definitely not that was a big beanie man slapping me but in a good way Mm -hmm. where did that term originate (laughs) where did that come from i mean like i remember like like eight years ago people just started saying it and now you have all these dudes wait say it the way here's how i know it to where i know it to be from it's because i think like new day used to do a podcast or they still do i don't know yeah. if they do but i think biggie was saying it sarcastically because uh it was around the time where they just kept like kept putting like goldberg and brock together and they were having like just like five minute matches and stuff like that whenever mm-hmm. that was this is not too long ago and i think biggie was saying it sarcastically he's like we don't want no five-star matches we don't want no 20-minute classics. We just want big, big, meaty men slapping meat. That's so, where it came from. Yeah, okay. I, I'm pretty sure it was Big E, but like, I'm not saying that when I said that mm-hmm. then to describe this match, that was not uh, you know, a five-minute shitter. That was uh, just big, meaty men slapping meat, the, hard, the hardcore <laughs> way, the good way. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. The whole event is free on AW Pro YouTube. So, yeah, if you guys enjoyed that, uh, watch the rest. It's a great card. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of our. Lot of our I also noticed are. that you have a like a part one of the of an eagle documentary. Yeah, yeah. The champ is here. It, it's on. Uh, it's also on the AAW YouTube. So check it out. We we have to tell the yep. story. You know, like we got to tell the story. Yep. But he came back after, God, fifteen. Oh, more. Seventeen years, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was the first champ, and I he had a song that was a song came out to a freelance. It was it was they would someone shouting the champ is here. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he had that the multi title run there, but first he said first AEW champ, and now he's returning. So the song fits really, or the the song and the title of the video or two part video fit really well. Oh yeah, it's a uh, one interesting thing to note though. I will say about Ego's title reigns is that if you look on the official listing, he's listed as a one time champion. The first champion there's actually a there's actually another series of title changes that just never got recorded oh. in the official thing he's actually a two-time champ but because he it was like him and um tony scarpone traded the title once who was the original founder of the company but that's never counted right so like one day I was going through the archives and I found a photo of Tony Scarpone with the title and I go when the fuck like he never had the belt right, so I I talked to everybody I'm like researching with everybody I'm like mm-hmm. when did he have this, and it was like year one before Danny took over, and there was a, another series of title changes where like Ego won it, lost Scarpone and then he won it back, and that's where the lineage will start on everything Wikipedia cage match it starts with that cycle but it's only counted as one. Because the other two aren't on tape. They're like ghost changes. But oh. I have a photo of the Scarpone win. And then I, I had the date of Ego's win. I had it in an old phone before I lost my data. Um, and I had the date because I texted Ego. I'm like, it, or Scarpone, I'm like, what's... I had a photo like that Ego found an old clipping in like the Berwyn Times of like that win. Because they, re- they, re- they reported it in the local mm-hmm. paper. And I was like, what's the date of this? And he like, we got the date. And I was like, great. Now I need to go back, find a clip, something. 
And then once I had both, I figured I could just go and like send corrections out that he's actually a two-time champion. But um, but on paper, it's only a one-time thing. I just I have to clear. I have to clarify it. I love that. That's kind of like the uh, weird fact. Like yeah, it's like a cool <laughs> hidden hidden Easter egg. I'm glad you guys. I remember one time we talked not too long ago, maybe been a year ago, and you guys didn't have a Wikipedia page, but you have that now. Which is yeah, good, yeah, right? it's up. It's been. A, it's, it needs a good. It needs a good refresh, though. I will say, if somebody's a Wikipedia uh, editor and you want to do it, I will give you a bunch of free merch. So okay, and you want to jump in there, I'll throw it out there. Just on me, I will. I will toss you a bunch of merch if you want to. Uh, if you want to um, uh, give it a nice little go over and some some edits and detail, pump it up a little bit, basically. Yeah. That's cool that you you're the historian. See, I feel like I don't know. I picture you running the company one day. I know you say Hartenbauer. Hartenbauer, man. I worked for Mike Hartenbauer. That's the only guy I worked for. I worked for Hartenbauer. (laughs) Well, we were in a. uh, If you stuck with us as long, I mean, I think honestly, I think this is. We love having Trent. The insight you bring, I think, is great. People, I think, will enjoy that. But I think the coolest thing was watching the 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 matches that can be done on YouTube. If you're still with us, I think it's worth a watch, obviously. Trent, thanks for coming on. We're obviously sorry everything that happened. We'll be supporting, I'm sure. Thank you, guys. Yeah, um, definitely keep supporting AAW Pro, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Just type AAW Pro. It'll come up. So just follow us on everything. Um, connect. You know, the companies that we we answer everybody back. I mean, people get shocked. Like We, we actually respond to comments and things. People are like, oh, my God. Like, you guys respond. Thanks for responding. Holy shit. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't take much. Just respond to your customers. <laughs> it's fine. But uh, but we respond. You have feedback, questions, um, you know, negative, positive. Let us know. We'd love to hear it. And uh, please keep up to date with uh, if you're on the mailing list, you'll get it. You'll get it first. And then you'll all the news is posted anyway. But you'll know when all the changes are happening, updates, card updates, new venues, etc. So just keep up with us and we promise to deliver the news. Cool. And wait, I got can I throw one more one more thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to thank everybody for this. The fans, first and foremost, for all supporting you guys, podcasts, everybody supporting us through the hard time. But I I am very humbled by the other promotions that have shown the support. Like, you know, you know, you are a competitor, but man, when when things went down, like I will say, like freelance was there with the words of encouragement. Uh, you know, defy second wrestling. Um ACW Wisconsin um, and BLP who, you know, like BLP is taking shots at at us in the past. I'm not, no, no, it's public. It's been on Twitter, but whatever it's been, uh, when things went down, there was a, there was a tweet of encouragement. So I appreciate everybody saying, uh, saying nice things. And it was nice to see everybody come together. And I talked to Matt Nix on Saturday and I was thanking him for that. And he said, look, man, he goes, we're all one big, we're all affected by, we're all one it's all one community. You know, we you do yeah. you do fight for the similar dollar, but you don't want to see anybody get hurt either. And seeing everybody kind of rally for us was a real and fans too. There were so many fans who were like, just keep my money, you know, whatever, do whatever you gotta do with it. Keep the company going. And that's so humbling. Like, like Danny couldn't believe it. He was like, What? <laughs> like, why wow, people want us to keep their money? It's like, dude, people care, man. Like you you're you've given the fans a lot for almost 20 years. Like when it's their time to step up, they want to show you they love you. Um, you know, so we were re- doing all the refunds and people were like, no, it's fine. Why are you refunding me? It's like, no, we, we want to do the honorable thing. But like the amount of people who said just keep it was like super humbling. 
I, I, I was like blown away by all the love we got. A lot That's of messages. Really cool. So thank you to everybody, promotions, wrestlers, fans, um, other venues to reach out. I mean, all sorts of stuff. So thank you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's no, all my thank yous. Thank it's you. It's cool to see the, the the wrestling community come together, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and like you said, uh, or or Nick said, right? Like we're we're competing for a dollar or whatever, but at the end of the day, like showing support, showing that you care. Um, yeah. And just being good people at the end of the that's day, it, right? Man. Yeah. I mean, like, this is entertainment. We we love going to the shows. Um, whatever promotions promotion or promotions you go to, at the end of the day, um, you know, it, it is a business, right? And and if shit goes south like there's people that get affected by that so we want to make sure that the wrestlers the promotions um have work they are able to provide that entertainment for us to go and enjoy a few modelos and have a good time with friends and you know it's just something that that we we love to see um grow and thrive and and it just you know have the the more options the better too right wrestling yeah. at the end of the day yeah. too. Amen. Isn't Modelo now the best-selling beer in, in the country now? Didn't I just see that? It is. <laughs> oh, right? because of the stuff about yep. light. Yeah. They, didn't yep. Modelo just become number one? I think it did. Yep. Thanks to Chris. Thanks. To- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I our contributions are documented. Our contributions are documented. That's I all think. I'm say. I think it's. Uh, I think it is, man. I think it's official. Yeah, Modelo. For more than two decades, as America's best-selling. Beer Bud Light has slipped into second place. Modelo Especial over Bud Light in the U.S. retail sales in the month ending June third, according to Nielsen data analyzed by Bump Williams Consulting. Man, Chris, it's it happened, bro. It's, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's it. It's the number one beer in America. You did Crazy. it, Chris. Well, there you will be it. more to be had at the Berwyn Eagles Club for sure, upcoming yes. with AAW. So uh, keep in mind, um, you know, yeah. those dates. Uh, follow them on all social medias, AAW Pro. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll we'll be there. Please do, man. I, I love seeing you guys there. So if you guys can make it, please do. But uh, never say die, July 15th, Berwyn Eagles Club. We'll Whoa. see you then. Tickets on sale now. And there you go. Um, as far as Two Heels in a Face goes, uh, you can check out our episodes and other articles at twoheelsintheface.com. You can uh, find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Two Heels in a Face. That's number two, Heels in a Face. And we'll be retweeting any communication from AAW as well, so you're Absolutely. updated with that stuff. Um, other than that, thank you, Trent. Thank you, AAW. Thank you, guys. And uh, we'll continue to support. Definitely. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Hashtag Viva Lachico. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs>